Hello and welcome back to Mental Health Spot. This is Oli speaking. If you are under the age of 18, please consult with your parent, guardian, or a trusted adult before continuing to tune in to my podcast episodes. Welcome back, everyone. I know it's been a while since I record. Um, I'm not even going to lie. I've been going through some stuff past six months have been the hardest of my entire life um and that's (laughs) that's a pretty strong statement to make given what I've been through so I can definitely say that the past six months have been grueling and difficult and so I haven't really had the energy to record And also, I don't want to, you know, be that person that just vents on here. Although I know that in a lot of ways, that's cathartic for me and relatable for all of you. I'd rather um, not always make a habit out of that for my own personal comfort. With that being said, thank you for staying tuned in and for continuing to be part of this journey with me. Today, we're going to talk about people pleasers. People pleasers. Hello, my name is Olivia and I am a people pleaser. I wish I had like an audience of people being like, hello, Olivia. Welcome. Anyway, I'm a people pleaser. So... What does a people pleaser really mean? That was me drinking water, by the way. What does that mean? And why? Why do people become people pleasers? Because it's not something that you necessarily develop in adulthood or as a teenager. It's typically something that you learn in your early childhood years and it becomes part of your personality. So how do you learn it? Let's start from the beginning, the origin of people pleasing behaviors. Typically, again, happens in early childhood And it is learned behavior from either a parent that is a people pleaser or learned behavior from being exposed to prolonged trauma or unhealthy conflict and sort of learning at an early age how to survive during those moments by becoming a parent pleaser because people pleasers were typically parent pleasers first. For the longest time, I'm just like, oh, I'm a people pleaser. This is just who I am. And then I realized this isn't who I am. It's who I became in order to survive my surroundings and then sort of just adopted it 
and embraced it as part of who I am, but it's not who I truly am. So, again, a traumatic childhood where you had to anticipate the needs of others could result in people-pleasing behaviors, being exposed to prolonged uh, trauma or unhealthy conflict amongst your caregivers, your parents, or emulating an adult in your life, a parent, a caregiver, that was a people pleaser or is a people pleaser. Those are just some examples. At some point in your early age, you were rewarded for being a people pleaser. Whether it's because you were told, wow, you're such a good kid. Or it was said to other people, wow, you know, this is such a good kid. You can take them anywhere and and they just always behave. They don't have many needs or many complaints. They're just always satisfied with everything. So verbal uh, reinforcement to continue the people-pleasing behaviors or even, you know, physical reinforcement, a gift. Oh, here, because you're just so good and, you know, here's this gift to, to showcase how good you are, etc. So at some point, the behavior was deemed desirable by the people around you, therefore making it easier to adapt to and become you. So what does it mean to be a people pleaser? A couple of things. Number one, difficulty saying no and setting boundaries and limits with others. Number two, when you do say no or set limits and boundaries, you feel immense guilt as a result. It almost doesn't let you function. That's my least favorite part, personally. Number three, you don't really express your needs. You don't like to make any waves. So everything's cool with you. Oh, uh, you want to go eat there? Sure, that's fine. Oh, is this what you want to do for fun? Sure, that's fine. Oh, you want me to come over? Or you want to come over? Okay, no problem. You don't really express like, actually, I don't really want to go eat there because I'm allergic to shellfish, for example. And the restaurant is full of shellfish, so I'd rather go somewhere else. You just kind of make yourself seem like you're so cool with everything because at some point early on in your life when you weren't so cool with something there was a negative reaction or response so you don't feel safe being truly genuine about what you want number four Tiptoeing around people's feelings. <laughs> That's an important one. Number five, feeling exhausted from social interactions because you feel like you're often stretching yourself thin to make sure that everyone is having an enjoyable time.
Number six, it's very difficult for you to let someone know when they've upset you. When they've done something or said something to upset you, it's very difficult for you to communicate that. Because again, at some point you did, and the reaction was not well received. So those are just a few examples of what it is to be a people pleaser. But I mean, if you want something more in depth than what I'm sharing, feel free to you know Google that and go online, read up on it. I encourage you to do it, especially if it's something that you feel resonates with you. For me, personally, as a recovering people pleaser, um, setting boundaries is the hardest thing for me. Not because I don't know how to, but because the way I feel when I set the boundary, I feel terrible. I feel like I was wrong for that, like I should never have said that, like I should just be okay with whatever it is people are doing, even if I'm not okay with it. Like I almost shame myself for having basic human needs and opinions like I'll for example let's say a friend says something I don't like and I will feel um bad about what the person said and maybe I'll vent about it to somebody else or you know later end up confronting that friend and letting them know I will later feel like oh my god I had no right to feel bad that was crazy of me I should never be feeling bad to begin with and then I will shame myself for my actual feelings about it shame myself for having vented about it and then just pretend that nothing happened and just sort of like sweep it under the rug it's really hard for me to say no to somebody I find it almost impossible to say no um Right now, I have a full caseload of clients because I find it impossible to say no. Because when people reach out to me and want therapy from me, I I want them to have therapy from me because I know that I'm more affordable than a lot of therapists out there um, for the self-pay clients, you know? Um, Yeah. I have a hard time also feeling like people don't like me That's another major people-pleasing behavior, quality, etc. Just feeling like you have to make everyone happy. Like everyone has to be okay with you. And if someone is not okay with you, you feel like you're fundamentally flawed. And you almost can't function. I literally cried for an hour a couple of hours ago. Because I feel like... I've made people unhappy by speaking up. Literally, by speaking up and expressing my opinions. And I just have been crying hysterically, thinking, oh my God, everybody hates me. It may or may not be true, but the fact of the matter is this. If somebody hates you, that's a tall order. That's like a strong statement, but... If somebody hates you or dislikes you or has a problem with you or gaslights you, when you express your honest feelings about a situation, that's not anything that you can control. It's their right to feel the way they feel. It's their right. Because I really hate people that are always like, oh my gosh, I tell the truth and if you can't handle it, oh well. Um... Okay, you can tell the truth, but I reserve the right to tell you the truth back, right? 
I reserve the right to tell you the truth about your truth or tell you my perception of your truth. So it's like these people are always like, oh, I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to tell the truth. But then can't handle it when someone challenges their perceptions. If you're going to be a truth teller, you need to be able to hack it when somebody lets you know about yourself too. You know, that's why I'm sensitive. I treat people with kid gloves because I know that I am very sensitive. Although I am very receptive and open to feedback, but it has to be done a certain way. Come at me with with class and love and compassion and grace. (laughs) But if somebody gets mad because you're expressing your needs, your discomfort, your feelings, that's their right. They can get mad. But that's not something you did. That is their reaction to you. Just like if, if somebody says something I don't like to me, I have, I have a right to feel the way I feel about it. But that's not something they did. It's something, it's a feeling they expressed that I disagree with. And I reserve the right to disagree. And they reserve the right to, to have their sentiments. And I reserve the right to let them know that I disagree with their sentiments. I guess what I'm saying here is, don't make other people's reactions to your feelings and your needs personal. Or don't make it a reason why you don't express what you really want. Because guess what? Everyone's going to have an issue with something that you say or do. I've learned that the hard way. I am a people pleaser by my very nature. And I am probably one of the people in the entire world that I know that most people like. And I say that with a lot of humility and a lot of gratitude. Most people like me. But there's people that don't. And I don't know how to act when people don't. I don't don't know how to function. And the people that don't, It's typically because something I believe, say, feel, think rubs them the wrong way. And so am I supposed to stop feeling or believing what I feel and believe to cater to that particular audience? Say I do that. Then what? Won't there just be someone else that dislikes me for another reason? So that's why I really, really am trying to radically accept that I'm not gonna be everybody's cup of tea and be okay with that. It sucks. It's a hard pill for me to swallow. Think about it this way. I love J-Lo. I love Adrian, Bylone, Houghton, Claudette, Bylone, um, Chatting Tatum, Christina Aguilera, Viola Davis, um, Oprah, I mean, the list is endless of the people that I love. Um, I liked Kevin Spacey before I found out that he was uh, just, you know, he did what he did. Let's put it that way so that we don't dive into that because I'm not happy about what he did. But um, these people all have haters. These people all have people that don't like them. And I think they're all amazing. And so... The reason why there's always going to be someone that doesn't 
respond well to you is because you're being yourself. If you're being yourself, there's always going to be someone that's not going to vibe with that. It's like me, for example. I am unapologetically me. Regardless of what anybody says, this is me. Rainbow sunshines, compliment giving, loving, caring, empathetic. This is me. And so when I walked in to work at my old job, I remember being like, good morning. And that one girl always looking at me with a side eye, like, what is this bitch so happy about? That's me. So because I rubbed her the wrong way, should I stop saying good morning? Cheerfully? You guys get what I'm saying? This is something that I'm really trying to get cozy with because it's really hard for me to be comfortable with any kind of strife against me. But just know that people pleasing stems from the fear of being disliked, of being rejected, of making people unhappy. You're gonna make people unhappy sometimes. You're gonna disappoint people sometimes. And as I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to myself. I'm speaking to my own spirit. Olivia, you're gonna make people unhappy sometimes. You're going to disappoint people sometimes, Olivia. Does that mean that I'm not good enough? No. That's not what that means. It just means that for the right people, for me, the right people for me, I'm going to be good enough. I'm going to be more than good enough. And I need to, more importantly, be good enough for me. And so, how to, how to stop being a people pleaser? One of my friends asked me the other day, and my response was, when I figure it out, I'll let you know. <laughs> But I'm going to give you two great tips that I am personally trying to um, adhere to. Tip number one, set those boundaries and those limits. When your feelings of guilt creep up, challenge those thoughts and those feelings. Pretend that it's someone else that you love that's telling you what they think and how they feel. What would you say? What would you say to your best friend or your loved one that came to you and said, I set a boundary and now I feel really guilty about it? What would you tell that person? Would you say you should feel guilty about it? Or would you say, I'm proud of you for setting that boundary. Stick to your boundary. Good for you. A lot of self-talk, a lot of challenging of those negative thoughts. And number two, really sit with your behaviors. Really, really sit with them. Sit with your thoughts and analyze, why am I engaging in this behavior right now? Why am I trying to people please right now? What am I afraid of? Who do I want to make happy in this moment? Why do I want to make this person happy in this moment? Really ask yourself, you know, like a Socratic line of questioning so that you better understand what your motivation is behind those behaviors. People-pleasing can be very exhausting and, frankly, unrealistic because no matter how great you are, not everyone is going to be happy with you all the time. 
And that's just the way it is. Some people loved President Trump. Some people didn't. Former President Trump. I'm one of the ones that didn't love him, by the way. Absolutely not. No, thank you. He is not my cup of tea. But there's people that did and still do. Personally, I thought Obama was awesome. There's going to be people that are like, nah, he ain't it for me. It doesn't matter who you are. Not everyone is going to be happy with you. And you need to radically accept that. Or you're going to spend your life, Olivia and listeners, very unhappy as you aim to please and make happy everyone around you only to realize that it doesn't really matter what you do. You're always going to fall short in the eyes of people that are committed to misunderstanding you and that are committed to not accepting you. With that being said, thank you so much for tuning in. I love and appreciate every single one of you. Until next time.